Hello, my friends. Hope you're doing well. It's been a while since we spoke here. Here I have some questions from someone who wants to know how to maneuver in a society that's filled with excesses, confusions, and various types of people who are probably not so compatible to have an existence based on ahimsa and purity. I'll try to address this question and in general we can categorize people in four states or four types. I would rather use the story of Mahabharat to express this because that's easier for people to understand. In Mahabharat we have seen four types of people, majority, I mean, it's like a broad category. There are thousands of types of people, but if we put them in, in cubes or in um, islands, there are four different types of people, like uh, segregate them in that way. One of them is intelligent, sensitive, good. These category of people we can see in the world. They are very intelligent, like Lord Krishna. Lord Krishna is a, is, a, is a perfect example. Very smart, very intelligent, but he means good to the world. All his actions are with pure purpose. His intention is pure. So this is one of the categories and they will have much following and they will never ever harm, hurt or disturb anyone they will only take them to higher awareness or higher good. So this is one category. The another category, they are intelligent, but they are selfish. They do everything to manipulate and control people and use them for their own selfish means. You can see that in Duryodhana or Shakuni, or, and in, in today's times, most of the dictators are like that. Most of the dictators have been like that. They use people for their advantage. Then there is another type of people. It's a broad category, but they are reasonably passive, emotional. They are not really using their intelligence much. They are emotional. They are very good, very good people, very good hearted. They mean good to people, but sometimes because they use emotions more, their effectiveness is reduced and they can be controlled by the intelligent selfish guys because these dictators control the good people as well because they are emotional they don't use their intelligence and they don't use uh, it the right way to help the helpless so this is the third category and in mahabharat yudhishthira is one of them the eldest brother of the five pandavas because he was emotional, he was a good man, but he was emotional and he got involved with all the all, all the confusions or the traps of traps that were set for him or and his brothers by the other opponent, the opponent team, his cousins. So here he was not able to save anybody, but the intelligent wise Krishna was able to save because he's intelligent, he's not emotional. 
and uh, the people who were trapping people have been intelligent cunning they have been manipulative and they were using their intelligence for their selfish purpose now the last part they are passive they are emotional and they are not so good because they don't care they are very insensitive dushasana is a primary example he was used by the intelligent cousins his own brothers and cousins and he would just do what they say he would not even think whether it's right or wrong they say and he do there are so many people like that on earth somebody some kingpin will command and they will execute it they will not even think whether this is right or wrong or somebody is hurt or not hurt they don't think at all so these are the four major categories of people on earth so what we need to do is to be aware that when we speak to these people we will get to know what kind of a orientation they have what kind of orientation they are operating from then we can easily understand whether they are intelligent good like krishna or intelligent selfish like duryodhana or passive and uh, kind of they are good but they are not effective because their effectiveness is affected by their emotions like uh, yudhishthira and also some people are extremely insensitive they mind their own pleasures they are only interested in their own pleasures they follow commands without thinking so any of these categories are all the people or or a mixture of them as i said earlier you can't put anybody only in one category we are all a mixture so but the predominant operating orientation that makes the person what is the predominant operating orientation that exactly is the the person that is how a person can be identified so we got to understand that and as upanishad says you have been given such intelligence to know that a snake will bite and it can have poison so don't put that snake on your lap so we must be aware we must be alert and we must be active it is useless to punish people because we have law and order in our country every country has its system of law society has all these mixtures and the laws are made in such a way that the evil or the 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 aggressive or those who create problems are punished so we are not supposed to do that we can probably expose it to the world said so this is what's happening this there are atro- atrocities going on there are atrocities happening there are uh, cheating stealing robbing happening we bring them to light and possibly the judiciary the police the system the law and order will take care of it that's the best way and also essentially karma takes care of everything so leave it to karma one but i do not recommend passivity because we have not understood ahimsa clearly we have been practicing ahimsa which is non violence but ahimsa does not mean passivity means we are passive we ignore everything and we allow all the atrocities to happen that's not right even krishna has told this in mahabharat that it is your your duty to stand against atrocities but that doesn't mean that you punish somebody taking the law in your own hands 
So it's important to, to address it as effectively as you can. Today it's very easy. There is media. You can talk about it. You can post videos, pictures, or, or all evidences on social media or to the police. If police is not responding, definitely social media will help. So this can be done. So uh, passivity, ahimsa, also means you need to stand up for truth. Self-protection is part of ahimsa. Ahimsa simply means you should not initiate a bad energy or do not should not harm people through your thoughts, through your words, expressions or actions. So you should not initiate a violence from your side. But if violence is happening and spilling over to you, you have to defend yourself. That's part of Ahimsa. I hope this is very clear. Next question asked was, raging domestic violence inhuman use what we should do against these domestic violence is increasing as we understand because people are becoming more and more in emotional plane or operating more in emotional plane and also the influx of information through social media and the violence and the things they see the sadistic pleasures which are kind of promoted through various games and stuff or pushing people to hurt themselves or even to die to suicide etc these are all happening in the world the social media and the games and all these things are are literally affecting the brains of the youth so this is happening how can we contain it there's only one way one is to bring awareness to people and then take people off this these gadgets and the and these the the platforms through which this is spread to that of activities of social nature which is helping the helpless taking care of the poor and we must give recognition rewards and awards for people who are doing extraordinary for the helpless beings of the society which includes people animals birds flora fauna forest everything those who are helping those helpless beings they have to be accepted rewarded appreciated and uh, honored so through this if we develop that attitude in youth probably there will be a cleaner society you know domestic violence is is a conflict between two egos that's causing it and one becomes a victim and one becomes an oppressor of course if it is too violent and it can't change the oppressor its mindset you got to take him out and put him under the law, the, the eyes of the law. That is, uh, if somebody is really violent and the society cannot handle them, the family cannot handle them, then the law has to handle them. Otherwise, through awareness, through rewards, awards, if there is some kind of uh, a benefit, people usually do things. So there is always this um, uh, feeling of, oh, I'm rewarded for doing good. That means you you end up doing it. So governments, societies can implement it and bring people to, to levels. Even from school level, you can bring people to that level of awareness, which will help them to be away from crimes. Next question asked was, I'm a strict person. I do not tolerate injustice. Whether we are strict with ourselves or not, Injustice has to be addressed. Today, we have social media. It's easy for you to talk. I used to do that. 
when I used to see uh, pregnant cows being slaughtered, pregnant animals, various pigs, cows, sheep, all these beings uh, tortured and killed, I used to address them and I used to have a lot of following in that. So today social media is very powerful and you can definitely talk about the vices of the society and bring awareness to them. And don't only think about vices, also you should tell about the good parts, the goodness that people are displaying. Life is not only bad. There are good and there are bad things happening in the society. Highlight them. Tell this to the people. Tell them uh, this is happening and we have to appreciate it and we must. And uh, bad things, this has should not happen. So if it is not happening, society will be cleaner. So you have every way of addressing this. I hope uh, this was helpful. I wish all of you great health, happiness, peace and lots of love. I'm always with you. I love you. This is Mohanji signing off.